The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight, Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning. Welcome to Sumner County Spotlight. Your host, Jeff Shannon, for another Sunday morning of great information, exciting information. And when you hear who I have in here, you're going to know why I'm excited. I mean, this guy is the number one guy <laughs> in my book. I mean, he is so talented. He's got such a great personality, and he's probably busier than anybody that I know. <laughs> I try. Yeah. We're talking about Trey Corley right here, man. Thanks for coming in. Man, thank you for having me, Jeff. It's an honor to be here, man. Well, we look, we have so much to talk about. Uh, give a little background. Tell us how you got to where you're at now. Absolutely. The the quick version, because we'll be here a while. <laughs> um, I, I am the music director for the Mike Huckabee Show right here in Hendersonville. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm actually very super proud of that. Uh, Governor Huckabee is a, is a really just a great person to work for and uh, i've been doing that bass too yeah he does man he he (laughs) plays bass so we have a lot of fun uh and over the years man we we're in season six now here and so you know over the years you really become great friends that's kind of where i'm at right now but the journey to get there has been very interesting oh i can not what you expect we gotta hear it oh yeah give us us the juicy details well (laughs) (laughs) the uh the funny thing about that i can say about music is that it's not how great you are at playing in my opinion that is yes you gotta you've of course you gotta be good but how many great musicians are in this town mm. i mean you wow. and i have talked wow. before about this area right here mm-hmm. hendersonville how covered we are with incredible musicians and producers and yeah. singers and writers and there's also it goes to show with who you know and how who you meet and when i first moved to town i was 19 you I mean, know I, I moved here in 98 so i've been here a while a little bit yeah wow. and uh, so you meet people and you never know that the people you meet are one day going to be people in charge of other things that lead you to meet this person and that person. And that's what happened. So when I first moved a couple of years in, the first few months, the organ player who actually plays with me on the show, Alton, is one of the first people that I met here. And I actually played up at TBN. They were doing some kind of event and there was an artist up there and I played with the artist and I met Alton up there, met some people that later on would become, you know, executives of that network and and people in charge. And my name just kind of got thrown in a hat, wow. you know, so it's, it's a long story, but it's pretty interesting. <laughs> well, and it's like you said, it's who you know. And, it is. I mean, you get where you're at now. I mean, you get to meet a lot of great people. I do. I mean, you guys. First of all, you have some first class musicians that are playing with you there. We do on the show, and and this crew is totally pro. They got it. I mean, it sounds awesome. I always say, if I'm the worst musician in the room, we're going to have a really good show or a really good record yeah. or a really good session. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I would I will definitely go on record saying I'm definitely worst link or the weakest link, whatever sure, you yeah. want to call me. Those guys are crazy, man. Well, give a shout out to the band absolutely so yeah. i've got on drums we have john hammond mm-hmm. uh who's 
play for everybody. He's also uh, Amy Grant's music director as okay. well. So he does all those tours. When he does, Dan uh, Needham steps in, who is also out with all kinds of people, Michael McDonald, and uh, produces all kinds of records in the Christian world as well, mm-hmm. um, the Katinas, and all just kind of great records. And then I also have Lori Sykes on bass. If I went and started giving credentials, holy cow, oh, every you? one of them. Uh, Lori has played for everybody as well. Alton Gibson on organ and keys. Tyler... He's our sax player. Now that dude's he's not yeah, he's not human. <laughs> he makes me irritated. He can, wow. He Tyler can, Summers he, is he's a bad boy. Yeah. And he plays sax. And then we also have Kelly back on guitar. And literally if I started going down the list of people they've played for or, you know, mm. produced or worked on or written for, we would be here a long time. We we added up how many awards together as a band that we've won on records or producing or whatever, and I don't remember. It was a lot. <laughs> well, and Mike's getting you off for like a couple million. Exactly. A couple million a show. It's, I mean, at it's, least. It's pocket change. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, and you guys click. I mean, you you just know when you get a group together, I mean, if you guys are clicking, yes, it, it just makes it so much easier. Absolutely. It's relationships, man. I mean, like I said, I've, I've known these people for a long time. Kelly is one of the fir- first people I met as well. Alton and Lori. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've played uh, music with Lori and Alton for you know 20 years so mm-hmm. when you have that kind of chemistry you do you kind of just you gel it's, yeah. it's pretty cool so how many groups i mean you've had some some big names yeah. come through there that you guys got were able to back oh goodness i i don't think i could give you a number I but mean, i know that uh the ones that have always stood out are are definitely more difficult. And when I say difficult, the the music, like uh, I know everybody always asks me about Meatloaf. That's one that they always mm-hmm. ask me about. And it was it's difficult music. I don't know if you've ever heard some of his music, but they, it's like a, a rock opera. You know, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. got all kinds of twists and turns mm-hmm. in it. And charting that stuff out is is very time consuming and getting it all together. But the reward when it's done, holy cow! There's been a a lot of those that going in was definitely difficult, but it was so worth it, man. Well, and you got the crew up in the booth. Yeah. I mean, these guys make it sound good. They really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, my brother is head audio for the network right. there. He's a beast of an engineer, and he, he gets it. He's from the studio world, so he gets it from a studio aspect and, and a background. And also, Lori's husband, David Sykes, he's one of our audio guys there. Mm-hmm. And my nephew is an audio guy there, Andy uh, Corley. We got a lot of, you know, Frankie Chu is one of our audio guys. That the, Between those four there, they're two or three of those are there pretty much every week. Yeah. Well, I, I got to tell you. If you want to see an entertaining show, you got to come to the Huckabee Show. You have to. And, and the tickets are free. This this blows free, me away. Man. I don't know how he does it. But you watch this. I mean, it's synced. I mean, these cameras, those booms yeah. flying around. I mean, they, it's just entertaining to watch. We have a great team. I mean, we really do. The team is great. The chemistry is great. And if you are in the area, you do want to check it out. Or if you're com- you're coming here to visit on vacation, mm-hmm. Tennessee's an awesome place, man. I mean, it's a great place to be. It's family friendly. I mean, there's so much stuff to do here with your family well i know you got a couple troublemakers down there always what wanette turner let me tell you she's just mean and and that pam case i don't know what i'm gonna do with her you know it it drives me crazy now see i go to church with wanette so she has to stay saved weekly so hopefully she's getting saved today you know in between this show possibly yeah her husband plays guitar on the worship team with me at three oaks yeah so i'm the music director there as well and so let me uh, tell you so three oaks and they're located off what douglas bend yes sir right okay 
and I've heard so many great things. I know we're, we're planning on being there. It's just getting the crew Absolutely. going, you know what I mean? But that, that's we, we've got to check that out. It's a cool place. And it's, again, Lori actually plays bass with me there. And sometimes John and uh, Dan will fill in on drums and play. We have an incredible team there. And uh, I think it's important. I love to give back to what God's given me. I said it's all in who you know. And I truly believe because I knew God, I, I knew I'd surrendered myself to him. He mm-hmm. opened doors that nobody else else could so and i know that positively so when people ask you know how do you fit in time for that i can't afford not Mm -hmm. to fit in time to to be at my church and play and be a part i love it and that uh, pastor is not bad himself. He's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> pastor Clay is pretty. He's a pretty cool dude. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Love it. Always just question this. Do you guys have a the recording studio at the theater? We do. My brother and I we lease the studio right next door to the theater there, mm-hmm. and uh, we have Oak Tree Productions. We actually are right in the middle of town in Hendersonville, and uh, we leased that out and and moved. It just made sense to be right there next door mm-hmm. with with Huckabee going. It's it's been very cool to be right there. Yeah. We're uh, still producing records out of there and put all of our gear in, and it's a cool place. So yes, we're still doing records, but man, it made it easy for Huckabee right next sure. door. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. So question, uh, so who's your favorite artist right now? Ooh. I know there's a lot of them. Man, <laughs> that's really difficult. I can't say favorite because yeah. there's a lot of equals. Um, but I always am, if, if I'm in the car just listening to music, um, I'm always, you know, you talked about it, there's a, uh, a jazz festival and things like that happening in Sumner County, too. Mm-hmm. I love Diana Krall and Chris Bodie. And, you know, anytime they're here in Nashville, I'm going to go to the show. I mean, it's just those two are hard to get away from. For me, I love listening to just relaxing music when I get home or in mm-hmm. the car. But then if I'm going to, you know, if I need a little something up, I'm all, always about the old school rock and roll. Too. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you've had some uh, some groups coming. You had Exile in there. I, I oh know. man, absolutely! You've had a ton of these groups, and it's just a pleasure. I mean, you get to see these guys right, yeah, not like twenty feet from you. It's and like jumping three. around from styles. Last last week we had Tony Jackson, and if you're not familiar with Tony Jackson, you got to go mm-hmm. get familiar with this guy. We jump around from country music to rock to to pop to the before that was Carla Cook the week before, which is Sam Cook's daughter. So yeah. we are doing these Sam Cook songs, and you're just you're brought back to so many memories. And I know I was I wasn't born yet when <laughs> when some of these these songs were happening but i grew up listening to i loved 70s i loved 80s and Mm -hmm. i mean i I liked all of it but man who didn't like sam cook and getting to work with people like that jumping around with styles yeah wow like i said and tony his vocal is it's great to hear old school country sure he does it too very well now recently we had i think terry fader in yes and and i love what he did with the governor i mean that was hilarious (laughs) that was a pretty good one and i'm sitting i'm sitting here the you know when they probably propose this the governor's going um i don't think so i agree see i can't believe he did his face oh my gosh i don't think so (laughs) he got away with it too somehow terry fader got away with it i don't know how people that didn't see the show uh you know they put this like i guess a facial mask on uh, governor mike huckabee and he was able to control the mouth but mike did a great job of animation and moving his hands and shaking his head (laughs) yeah it was was really entertaining they made him look kind of a goofball for a little bit there (laughs) you know break it up (laughs) as much as governor picks on me i can't say that it 
was kind of like a, I think a reward for me to watch him kind of mm-hmm. get goofed on a little yeah. bit. So how long does it take you guys to rehearse? I mean, when you when you start making the set list. So uh, I actually typically on Tuesdays the set list is ready and saved, and we're we're charting everything on Tuesday. Okay. I'll give Governor his charts, and the band usually gets their charts Tuesday night, kind of later Wednesday morning. But as far as rehearsals, everybody has a rehearsal at their leisure before they come in on Fridays. And uh, that way they can make any notes. I try to get them, uh, I make demos of everything we're doing, cut up the songs so this is the way we're doing it. And if you've been to a show, when it goes to break, we're still playing the song. Mm -hmm. When you say we have a great team, we do. We have to time those out perfectly. So we have times on all those songs, time them out to where when we come back Mm -hmm. from break, all that good stuff. So Friday morning, the band comes in, they're there before everybody else, the audio crew and band, and we run all that material before lunch. Then, uh, so I'd say we have a couple hours, two or three hours of just rehearsal, going over everything, the artist music before they get there and all that good stuff. Now, the governor flies in each week. He does. So he's got yeah. some miles, unless he has he that, does. that private golf stream. <laughs> he might have one of those, but <laughs> that's what I would be doing. <laughs> I would try. I actually, surprisingly enough, he actually does commercial, which is really? funny. He, wow. Yeah, he loves doing it. Well, so. he's got some miles He built definitely up. does. <laughs> so some of the artists that, that you've had in there, and it just has to be so exciting to find out, wow, I got this person coming in. Absolutely. I've got this person. I mean, and you've had some incredible uh, celebrities come in there. I mean, you have Mike Pence in there, too. Hilarious. Last, what, last yeah. year or so yeah. ago. And, you know, it was it was just when you see these folks in person, they're coming right here yeah. to Hendersonville. It's so cool because I would say I'm a Nashvilleian now or a Hendersonvilleian, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call me, because I've been here now for twenty, almost 25 years. And uh, I've watched the town grow. 25 years ago, it wasn't like what no. it is. As a matter of fact, all of this where we're at wasn't here. That's right. To watch everything grow and feel like that you're a part of something and those people are coming here to your town, it's really cool, man. Yeah, no. And you are right. They, they come here and they love it. It's a great place. Well, and, and you've got Conway. He's looking down. Absolutely. He's blessing it. He's blessing it. He's saying, man, that's a great. I'm so glad they didn't do anything to the property. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? And I know if they if they want to tear down that wall in the front that says "Hello, darling," there's going to be a riot. <laughs> there would be there's some very riot. big problems. That's, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> so, hey, listen, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we talk uh, on the other side, we're going to cover some new stuff and see what's going on. We talk about Trey Corley, great artist, musician, whatever you are, you're just you're everything. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, we'll be right back with more Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN, or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. We're back with Sumner County Spotlight, and we're going to continue our conversation with Trey Corley. Now, he's the music producer and the music director over at the Huckabee Show. Of course, he has a lot of hats that he wears, but he also has a lot of hats. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Have you ever counted, like, how many you have? I I have not counted. I know that I actually have a a hat closet and a hat shelf um, (laughs) that my wife so graciously has let me have. Um, And I have given a lot to Goodwill. Okay. And I've given a lot to other people. Some new, some that were my favorites that my wife said I had to get rid of. So I I don't want to be divorced, you know. I'm going on 25 years, so, you know, I don't want to... I have no issues there. Right. So if you had to think back on it, I know it's a hard question, which would have to be your favorite hat of all time? Uh, oh, that's actually an easy one. My favorite hat is Frank Siller, 
came in from Tunnel to Towers. Okay. And he gave me a nine eleven hat the from the Tunnel to Towers and it had it and he presented it to me and was talking about his brother and told me the story and he said I wanted to give it to you and I said, Man, he said I said, I'm wearing it tonight. He said, Are you serious? I said, I'm wearing it tonight on the show. And uh, he said, Trey, you get it. He said, the Huckabee people get it. Like yeah. you you sponsor and help and support our troops and you support the first responders. Mm-hmm. And I said, Yes sir, we do. Mm-hmm. I I truly get it. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if it wasn't for men like that. And I don't think people realize the importance of it. And uh, so that hat has always been special to me. I I keep that in a safe place. I like to wear it. You know, I'll wear it every once in a while, but it means a lot to me. I've I've been given some, uh, the hat from the Hendersonville Police Department, and uh, that one means a lot to Mm me. Um, I wear it, and uh, I feel like that my position, I've been given an opportunity to kind of voice that, to tell people how important it is for what they do. I mean, dear Lord, man, we're safe because of them. No, absolutely. And our good friend Dan Bristol, super guy, and and so involved with tunnels, and he is such a great supporter of that. He's got an amazing story and what a heart that he has absolutely yeah it's a great community here mm-hmm. and boy the crews i mean i see the police officers all the time because they're they're there at huckabee a lot yeah. man give a shout out to them they're such great guys and, and ladies they, they really are absolutely. great people yeah now you're keeping busy uh, doing the shows how far in advance are they booking these artists out so you know like next month i got absolutely coming in we're actually booked till late june i think right now so nice. it's always a constant the booking process is a little difficult sometimes mm-hmm. because everybody's on tours too and yeah. when you're on tour uh, if something happens and dates change you have to fill those dates mm-hmm. and uh, i will say we've had because of Sumner County here, this little area, we have really great talent. I was actually got to, to judge one of the talent shows here. One of the artists, uh, Sequoia South, yeah. I, I hollered at them because we had a cancellation and I had just met him. I'm like, hey guys, you yeah. want to come on the show? You were great. <laughs> they really and, were. Uh, they're awesome people and, and it was great because it's it's my hometown, man. Right. It's cool. Well, we got Hendersonville has talent coming again this next year. Yeah. So we're getting ready to, to unveil that because you know Freedom Fest is around the corner. Be here so before cool. you know it. But Sequoia... I did a great interview. They were playing the Bluebirds. So I went yeah. down and interviewed them before they yeah. went on. And what a great show they put yeah. on. But amazing harmonies. They, they are, are so, so great. Yeah. And they, you know what? They're cool people, too. Yeah. Um, I, I love that about them. They're, they're approachable. They, they have a lot of fun. And it shows in their music and mm-hmm. writing. They're yeah. just they're cool people. Yeah, they really do. What do you think possibly, if there is one, your favorite song of all time? Oh, goodness. And there's zillions, I know. <laughs> I that I I don't know how I would answer that. I Holy thought you were cow. gonna say, oh, free bird. No. Free bird. <laughs> it'd be Rocky Top. Yeah. Well, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You know what? I I don't I don't think I could have a favorite one. There's so, there's so many. Uh, I grew up uh, listening to a lot of hymns, so I grew up in a Christian home. I know that if I had to pick, it would definitely be music that brings me peace. Uh, well, Stephen Curtis has to be on the list. Oh, dude, guys, absolutely! What a beautiful voice. Uh, Michael W. Smith is oh, one yes. of my all-time yeah. favorites. Uh, he came when he came on the show. I got to work kind of behind the scenes on some stuff. We kind of formed a friendship. Got to do some other things, and I got to produce a song for him and. and 
produce a track for his father for or it was him but it was a song he wrote yeah. about his father oh, yeah. and it's called Dusty Roads so if you haven't downloaded you have to go check yeah. it out but getting to pr- work with him all the music that I grew up listening to of his was it was man I I, I don't want to say like I idolized the dude but yeah. it yeah. was hard to not by like sitting there going I'm I'm playing for him so yeah. it was cool and there's like right here yes like, exactly but you know you've had so many people that you've performed with and the sad thing is you know then you perform with them and next thing you know end up passing away yeah and it's so hard it is i was right there with these folks yeah legendary yeah performers and then they pass away and it's like wow bobby caldwell was on our first season and he passed away a few months ago and uh he had the thing uh, what you won't do for love Mm r&b massive hit such a great guy and i we just connected and i stayed connected and talking to his wife we'd been staying connected it wasn't feeling well and uh she actually called me you know the day he passed away to let me know because we i just really loved him he was a super nice man Mm -hmm. it all it hurts but at the same time I'll never forget that moment that we had working together and making music. You're music right. is so powerful, man. Well, I mean, speaking of an inspiration like that, I mean, that just stays with your heart. But yeah. who, who would you say is a, another big inspiration in your life right now? Truly, we there, the there's obvi- a lot, We know the man. obvious. We know the yeah, obvious. We know <laughs> the obvious of God, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I would say that working with some of those people – Golly, that's a hard. That's such a hard question. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot today. Question. Um, I would have to go back to some of, like I said, with Michael W. Smith. It was inspiring. It made me look look inwardly. Mm-hmm. I think music, if it's powerful enough, I know there's songs that make you think about a lost loved one. You know, about um, mm-hmm. maybe getting through. Uh, I know the Isaacs have a cool song that they wrote about a, a cancer that just totally will bring you through it. I'm going to love you through it. Such a mm-hmm. great song, mm-hmm. and it was songs that like that that would bring you through. Michael W. Smith had music and worship songs that he would do that sometimes he didn't write them, but he made him so famous. There was a song that he would sing all the time called Crucified, and the, mm-hmm. the lyrics talk about above all, and actually, I think the correct title is Above All, and that song meant a lot to me growing up and thinking about above all how God would actually do something for me. Sure. So, as far as an influence, getting to meet him and work, and it, it, it's been very, very... <laughs> Yeah. rewarding man yeah. really rewarding uh, well you've been out this for a while what do you think since you've been through a lot of it and all facets of it what, what would be a great advice you would have for an up-and-coming Absolutely. artist singer songwriter coming into this business I would say that you you definitely want to keep relationships open. It's it's easy when you meet somebody that maybe maybe you have a certain talent that you're really gifted in. Maybe you can play circles and play solos and get crazy. Um, I'll never claim to be the best keyboard player or drummer or musician. Uh, um, I'm never going to claim those things. However, I've met guys that will claim that to me when they first move to town. They're over there playing and they're sitting there talking about how good they are and how great they are. It really is kind of a turnoff. So what happens is I feel like you have people that are moving here. Maybe they come in and they have an attitude that they're better than this person, but mm-hmm. they forget the relationship side of things. Yes. Relationships are super, super important. I would also say the hang time with people. And I, what I mean by that is when I when I hired the band and put together the band for Huckabee, yes, I want talent. Of mm-hmm. course you do. Man, if I can't hang out with you and we don't have a connection, right. that's not going to be a good crew. Mm-hmm. So I I would really work on your personality 
I, I've met guys that they don't, they can't talk. They don't have, they're not fun. And I don't mean it's all about fun, but man, you got to have some form of, of way to get that energy out. Absolutely. And if you can't connect with people, you're probably not going to connect with people in the studio or with the music that you're trying to create. Well, since we're, we're learning all about you, what would you have done differently from until your young self Absolutely. to do something different? I've thought about that many times. <laughs> some of that was burning some bridges. You know, you, you meet people. People that you feel like that weren't going to be uh, significant in your life mm-hmm. to find out later they were going to be significant in your life and you wish that you would have handled situations yeah. better and so I really mean it when I'm telling young guys I've had them intern or come hang out and they've asked me that like what would you do relationships are so important be careful with who you lose your temper with and and so there would be some times in my younger self I would tell myself to work on my temper work on my attitude yeah. because i think you might have gotten where i'm at today maybe sooner you never well, know it, 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 and you never know who yeah. you're running to down the road so 100%. you know you can't can't burn bridges you know <laughs> no. especially in this business because guess what they're going to remember that they are they totally are <laughs> and they, they people got memories like a vault you know? <laughs> with your your day has to be totally crazy yes what what does your average day look like it depends on the day so uh, maybe a quick version of a week my my mondays are always I try to work on artist stuff, maybe phone calls, emails that of records that I'm working on with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two assistants now. I have one for the Huckabee Show and one for the studio. Okay. So you, you're talking with those people all the time. And I try to keep a schedule to where I know I have a created mind. Okay, I'm writing on Wednesday. So I, I keep things focused on what's happening that day. Um, Tuesdays are always going to be Huckabee days. We have meetings that day, and I'm really focused on that. It, it depends on the day, but I, I find that scheduling things, if you're a person that doesn't like schedules, don't get busy. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep up with it. Man, yeah. I, I, I know. I feel you on that. So what do you have coming up here that's new? Oh, actually, I, I'm I'm tracking a couple of new things now there's a group the flat river band mm. it's uh we're actually working on a new record now we've done part of it a couple singles have come out they're really cool dudes just old school country man such <laughs> such a cool vibe trio that a uh, brothers singing trio it's the harmonies are amazing uh, so i have that and i also have a couple other things that a couple i that are coming soon mm-hmm. uh, to and, be determined yes yeah, some be film stuff <laughs> that i'm very excited yeah. about as well yeah, some great, great new records, new music. Uh, I still jump around in the gospel world, and there's a lady. I don't know if you're familiar with Donnie McClurkin. His sister is Andrea McClurkin. She has a new single that I just finished. That's going to be going out uh, in the gospel field. Mm. I love staying rounded in music, so I I love to be in country and jump here to gospel and Christian well, that, that, all of it. And that that brings it up because you know I've always been a big fan of Southern gospel. Yeah, I love the quartet. Harmonies. Yeah. Those guys are amazing. They are. When you could get those guys, that some of the best vocalists in the world, David Phelps. I know he's, he's been he's been yeah. over to you guys. Yeah, and I mean, probably the greatest vocalist. He of all really time. is. He's ridiculous. And how he can maintain his chords, I, I just don't know. It's nuts. <laughs> it's actually nuts. And he's right here in Middle Tennessee. Yeah, you know, I, I wish I wanted to come to that show and I missed it. But back when he was with Gaither. And oh yeah, just that at that time is probably the best Gaither quartet oh, of all time. You know, his vocal is insane you, you really like you said he's he hits notes i don't know how it's humanly possible yeah, no. i mean it's really not yeah and you know i've worked with gold city the kingsman i mean i'm talking back in the day when brian free and oh yeah you know uh, those guys the original uh, go, kind of gold city uh, 
Brian Free's a good dude. He really is. You know, it's just one of those th- things in music that you attach to. Yeah. But you, you appreciate the talent that these individuals have. <laughs> so much. And how they can do what they do. Some people don't, they don't might not like the style, but I don't mm-hmm. think they realize the work that goes into it mm-hmm. when you're doing four-part harmony. Sure. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's a little bit of work, prep time and all that. You know, we're getting ready to close this thing down and gosh, we could just keep going. <laughs> I know you got to get back to doing what you got to do because you're the busy man. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Maybe that should be your new... Uh, <laughs> the busy man. The busy man. <laughs> So here's here's the last, and this is a very important question. Yes, question, sir. And it, I don't want to, you know, put you on the spot. But how many selfies do you take every day? Oh gosh, <laughs> not that many. I, I try not to. <laughs> it, I don't want to break my camera. There you go. So <laughs> hey, we've had a great time. We're talking with Trey Corley. He's the music producer and director over at the Huckabee Show. I mean, he just he does it all. He's very busy and. I can't wait to talk again. Yes, sir. I'm very, very grateful to be here. And thanks for having me, sir. So come Always. see you at the Huckabee Show. Absolutely. Come see you at Three Oaks. Absolutely. And and there's all kinds of music from the Three Oaks Worship and the Music City Connection. They all have records on iTunes and cool stuff. Come. Actually, we've got a new record coming out the next few months. So okay. be looking, we'll be looking for, it. for it. Yes, sir. All right. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. All right, we're back into Sunday morning. This is Jeff Shannon, and we are going to continue the spotlight. We're going to spotlight this organization, and it's Habitat Sumner County, Habitat for Humanity, right? I had to bring in the head honcho, the important person, Kate Ritchie right here. And who did you bring with you? Um, thanks for having us. I what? brought the other head honcho, the restore manager, Wade Jarvis. Now, yeah, this restore thing, because Wade, I saw you in one of the, the chamber leads groups, right, and right. I just it, I was just impressed on your presentation and what you, you put out there, that this facility is actually available to folks, and you have all of these. Yeah, um, we, start, we serve the entire... Sumner County area, mm-hmm. and that's north, south, east, west. Anyone who lives in the county, we're glad to help you any way we can. Well, that, that's incredible. With the habitat as it is, I mean, you guys just stay busy all the time. <laughs> yes, we are very busy. It's a very busy season for us right mm-hmm. now. Not only do we have the restore that is open five days a week, we are building our very first neighborhood. We have ramped up our critical repairs program, and we have a fundraiser coming up this Monday. Very busy. Well, let's see. What, what are you doing at this fundraiser? This fundraiser, it's a new fundraiser for us. It's called the Playhouse Project. We have 10 sponsors that are going to come together and build playhouses for different community organizations within Sumner County and different families within Sumner County. So the, the playhouse would be like where? So a playhouse will deliver it to their home. So it's just an opportunity for people to come together and build that hope of okay. what homeownership could be and let kids start early and imagine, you know, what homeownership would be like. Yeah, these that's great. You're making these playhouses with air conditioning and plumbing and um, furnished and I'm just kidding. Um, no. I wish. <laughs> We're not going that far. <laughs> we have one sort of a sample playhouse in our restore, and a lot of times when parents come into shop, mm-hmm. the first thing the children do, they go to that playhouse, mm-hmm. and it's just a great thing for them to, to be able to have windows and a door and their own little mailbox and all that, even if it's for 30 minutes while the parents are yeah. in there. That's a good good thing for them. Good so experience. you have uh, volunteers that are building these? Yes. We have yeah. over 100 people that are going to wow. help us build this. Yeah. 
So, I mean, these are not like cheaply made. They're they're made out of wood and the whole no, thing. No, and a shout out to Goodall Homes for supplying the wood. They are a great sponsor of uh-huh. ours. Yeah, so made out of wood and they're heavy too. So, we've had to move it with a pallet jack and a forklift. So, they are solid, well built homes, wow. little That's, tiny playhouses. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, the kids love that. And, you, you know, back, I remember back in the day with our little ones, I mean, with my son, you'd get him all these presents at Christmas time and you look over it and they're playing with the boxes. Mm-hmm. They want to go inside the boxes and build these things. It's like, they okay. want to use their imagination. Yeah. 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 And so that that's great. So what does uh, one have to do to qualify for a playhouse? Um, we had applications open back earlier this winter. And so it was just selected by a team of volunteers okay. that selected. So how many folks do you have working down there with you now? We have a staff of 18. Yeah, so we have great staff, 18 people, 10 yeah, are in the, the restore. The restore has about 10 folks, mm-hmm. and that's a combination of full and part-time. Okay. And it takes everyone to run the restore. We have two donation trucks that go out Tuesday through Friday. Okay. People are kind enough to, if they have a donation to make, they can call or either visit the website and they can schedule a visit from our donation truck. And we're glad to, to service anyone that is in Sumner County. And we also have a side door and a back door. You can make a, a personal donation, okay. drive-in, okay. drop-off type thing. So we are busy all the time. What are the, the some of the things that you're accepting? We take, or the things uh, maybe you would prefer to have well we, you know. we'd like things that have a little shelf life left to them of course right um it's not brand new mm-hmm. it's the restore we take furniture anything from cabinets to armoires to lighting sofas plumbing toilets sinks yeah anything like that that has a shelf life that we can sell it to the general public okay so yeah, they, people can come there and shop if they see something they want. Like I saw, I think you'd mentioned about a cabinets, and I was looking to get, you know, you don't need the whole kitchen cabinet, but maybe I just need one to go over the, the washer and dryer kind of concept. You know, Every and, cabinet is sold individually. Okay. We do get cabinet sets, mm-hmm. but we haven't had a tremendous amount of luck. Like you say, people may not need 15 cabinets, mm-hmm. so we price each one individually, or they can purchase the whole set. We just add up the individual prices. Everything is extremely affordable. We load it for you. You don't even need to do any of that. We put it right in your truck or your car or whatever you may have. And the cabinets, that's part of our deconstruction program. So it's a free service that we offer. If you're renovating your house and you want to take out your cabinets, we'll come and take them out for free. We have a great group of volunteers that does that, take out bathroom cabinets, doors, toilets. We will come and deconstruct your entire house. If we can resell it, we'll take it. Yeah. We had a set of cabinets come in yesterday, and there will be one come in I believe it's Tuesday afternoon. And that team of volunteers, you know, if you decide to get a new kitchen, let's say from Lowe's or Home Depot, and they give you a date that they will be there to install everything for you, just give us a call. Our guys will come out two or three days in advance, mm-hmm. gently remove everything that you have. We're not okay. going to leave a mess or anything. In exchange, you donate it to Habitat, and we sell it in our store. Wow. It's a real win-win for the community, honestly, because it's an opportunity to keep this stuff out of the landfills. And then the proceeds from this help us build homes so it you know win 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 yeah now you get a lot of stuff that comes through maybe you're you're not really seeing it right away but there, there's some stuff you just can't use and you have to you have to filter through that and find out yeah, that and when someone drops something off that we can't use or or we don't have a chance to resell it we give them a coupon at the bottom of the coupon it's 10 percent off if they come back to the store to shop also on the top of the coupon i believe there's four other local nonprofits in sumner county mm-hmm. that would be willing that we suggest that you may call okay, them instead yeah. of visiting the landfill. Give them a shot as well. Now, are there some items that you just will not accept? 
gas appliances okay. for the simple fact we have no way of testing those. Right. Um, we don't take exercise equipment more than for the liability aspect. If someone were to purchase something from us and maybe they were to use it incorrectly, but still they were to get injured, they could always say they sold us something that was defective. Mm-hmm. But most items we take, just some things we, we just try to shy away yeah. from. We don't take mattresses, baby items, because a lot of those have expiration dates on them. Sure. So we can't sell those. Right. Underwear. <laughs> yeah, we're no clothing. No, no clothing. We're, we're out of that business. <laughs> but that Goodwill's would, right behind us. Yes, so you can are. drop off and your I, stuff at us and then go to Goodwill. You see all the clothes that go in there. I said, and then I found out they don't even wash them. Right. They just put them on the rack. And it's like, whoa. Right. Just, yeah. <laughs> but my daughter loved to go thrift shopping. And they're yeah. the people that just really are pretty good at it if you know what you're looking for, you know. So I have a teenage daughter, and you can take her to Dillard's, and she'll buy nothing and then you can take her to Goodwill where they've got 20-year-old jackets. And, yeah. oh, that's that's like pure gold. That <laughs> is, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just great things that, that are going on, and it really helps the folks out. You know, with our economy, the recession, everything that, that we're going through, it makes it difficult for a lot of people now, more so than, I guess, normally, to be able to afford some things. And this is a, a great opportunity where somebody can come and, and get something they need affordably. Exactly. Exactly. And then that affordability does bleed over into homeowners. Mm-hmm. where it's harder and harder to find a home that you can afford here in Sumner County. And mm-hmm. so we're a piece of the puzzle to help solve that. And like Kate said earlier, we have tremendous community support, not only individual donors, but corporate donors, Lowe's. I know, I believe it was Tuesday, we went and filled an entire 18-foot donation truck full of brand new, never used before merchandise from Lowe's. They were just kind enough, and we do that about twice a month. They will call us and say, hey, guys, we have some stuff for you if you'd like to have it. Wow. And this is brand new stuff in the box. So it's and, and, of course, we don't sell it for hardly anything that yeah, Lowe's yeah. would. We just don't have sure. that, that market for it. Yeah, we have used stuff, new stuff. It's an adventure every day. Yeah, that's And people are, are really helped, especially when people need help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have, have you seen that? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've had situations where we've had situation, weather emergencies, flooding, those kind of things where you've come to the need of, of people and they don't know where to turn. Yes. And you guys could be a resource for we that. We are, I mean, we live in such a very given community. When things like that happen, especially with the past windstorm, um, we do have a critical repairs program to where we help repair people's homes so that they can live in their homes safely and grow into their homes, especially if they have accessibility issues and they need a ramp. Or we've put on a lot of roofs this year mm-hmm. of houses that have been damaged or roofs that have just been so old that it was time for a replacement and these families due to strains on income they haven't been able to afford it so we've been able to step in there and give them a hand and help them out are you having uh, issues with finding people that want to work <laughs> like a lot of businesses are we're very blessed in that area we are we have a very very solid team of folks mm-hmm. we also have volunteers a great group of volunteers anytime you if we're building a house or we're doing landscaping for a house or just to come to the restore to help stock or price items or whatever, mm-hmm. we have a good team of folks and we have a pretty solid flow of, of volunteers as well. Sure. Now, where's the restore located? We're in uh, Gallatin. Okay. I could give you the physical address, but we're pretty much behind where Walmart is. Okay. And not, most people know that. It's on Johnny Cash Boulevard. Yeah. Uh, right behind there is this building. I guess it's the Sumner County Taj Mahal Services That's right. building. The admin you just building. turn right there and just uh-huh. go right underneath 109 and, 
and you'll find us. We're on the corner. It's a big building. Good. Well, I got some things I, I need to bring by. Well, good. Yeah, Either definitely. let me know that or we can schedule something for you online. Okay. We'll get you taken care of. Yeah. It's spring. Time to do that spring cleaning. Yeah, Clean out well, your houses and we'll, we'll come pick it up or drop it off. You know, my wife keeps looking at my garage and going, why? Purge, purge. I said, I need this stuff. I might need it sometime. Those projects you don't finish, we'll take those too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've just was realizing, gosh, you guys have been here over 28 years in Sumner County. Yeah. That, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. And you've seen so much change, especially the growth. I mean, that that has just, you know, blown up like crazy. But with all these people coming here now, are you seeing, you know, with this growth, obviously comes folks who need help and you're there for them. So when you all are building these houses, I mean, people have to submit applications. They have to qualify. So it's not just, hey, I'm getting a house. You, you get one. There's things you have to go through. Right. There There is a misconception that Habitat gives away houses. We don't give away houses. We build houses and um, the families that do qualify for the program, they purchase just that house. They pay an affordable mortgage over the course of 30 years, and we use that mortgage income to build the next house. Interesting. Oh, that's great. So what are some of those qualifications? Uh, so the qualifications are based on income guidelines that are set by HUD. So we okay. don't even set our own income guidelines. They also have to meet just like a bank. If you were to go to a bank and get a con- conventional loan, you have to meet certain debt to income ratios. Ours are a little bit lower because we want to keep people fiscally safe and not overextend what their current budget is. And then they have to show a need and their need has to be, you know, they're living in an overcrowded situation or they don't have permanent housing and they're just moving their family around from couch to couch or they're in an unsafe situation, you know, maybe mold or something. Mm -hmm. And a team of volunteers in combination of all that, a team of volunteers select the families. Because I always wondered that because I mean, it's like, wow, I mean, it's not not cheap to, to build a house. <laughs> not at you all. Know, what is the, what would be a normal price that you guys would be putting these houses up for? Well, there, there's two different answers to that. There's prior to 2020, and then there's after okay. 2020. So just speaking after 2020, honestly, our costs have doubled, which means that our houses have doubled. So I think our house that we're building now, I mean, it's going to appraise in the high twos, which is insane. Mm-hmm. You know, when when people tend to think about affordable housing, they're thinking, you know, $100,000 houses, $120,000 houses. Well, that doesn't really exist here in Sumner County right. anymore yeah. without that house needing significant amount of work. Right. So now You were talking about a neighborhood you're building. Yes, our what? first neighborhood, Paffrey Place. And where's that going to be? It's in Gallatin. Okay. Yeah, the north side of Gallatin, and we'll build 10 homes. This is our first time to build a neighborhood, and I'm just blown away, again, at the community support that helps us build these homes. You're building a neighborhood. You're, all, all the houses in this plot of land will be built by Habitat. Yes, that is correct. And all the volunteers. Wow. Yeah. How did you swing that? <laughs> well, we were very fortunate. We had the land donated us to us by Wilda Dotson and Bill Hudgens years and years ago. And during the pandemic, it was for us, it was really a blessing in disguise. We were able to slow what we were currently doing, look at our process and procedures, and really dive straight into fundraising like crazy to afford the infrastructure yeah. for it. Because there's so much that goes into just getting the street down. So before you even go vertical, a lot, a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And so we fundraised like crazy for that, mm-hmm. and we're able to... Now go vertical. Great. Hey, we're talking with uh, Kate Ritchie and Wade Jarvis with Habitat for Humanity right here in Sumner County. And we got so much more to talk about. We're going to take a break right now. So we'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. 
We're back at Sumner County Spotlight. Uh, Jeff Shannon here. We're going to kind of continue our conversation with our good friends over at Habitat for Humanity here in Sumner County, Wade Jarvis and Kate Ritchie. And Kate, you know, this organization has been around a long time. How long have you been with them? I started April 1st of 2020. Okay. All right. Well, oh, you came in. <laughs> yeah. At an interesting time. A very interesting time. Yeah. But it's been it's been a fast three years, and COVID was a blessing for us. It was an opportunity yeah. to slow down. When you come in and the store shut down and the building shut down, you know, I read a lot during that time yeah. to get yeah. up to speed on everything about Habitat. So it was a good thing. So what is what, the one thing since taking over here? What is... Uh, one of the most impactful thing that you've experienced or have learned? I think really the most impactful thing is the families that are going to end up getting a home. They have to go through about nine to 18 months of financial education classes. And when you see those aha moments that they experience, like, this is how I make my money work for me. This is how I build assets. This is how I create general generational mm-hmm. wealth for my family and create stability. It's those aha moments that are really impactful. See, I didn't realize you help educate them. A lot yes. of these folks need that. Yes, as part of the program, yeah, um, we do financial education classes to help them increase their income, increase their credit score, pay off debt, pay off any collections, and save for a down payment. I just keep getting surprised. (laughs) Just like with the ReStore, I had no idea what you all did there. Kind of did, but now that I'm learning more and more, it's like, wow, what a great resource for the community. We get tremendous support from the community as well. And I know we were talking during the break, we have a lot of first-time folks come in, and they are just simply amazed. They had no idea. They see the building. They think it's maybe closed to the public or whatever. Uh-huh, yeah. Just a big shout out. We are open to everyone. <laughs> so we'd love to have you. Please come in. I know we were talking the other day. We had a 93-year-old gentleman come in uh, this past Saturday. His granddaughter had volunteered two weeks in a row. And she apparently told him, and he was just blown away. Came in and bought some paintbrushes, bless his heart. That I'm was, sure that's great. not for his project, and maybe for the granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, but something, yeah. He was very kind to come in. Well, I mean, it's things like that that, I mean, you're, you're saving them money. They walk away happy because they got what they needed at, at a you know less expensive uh, cost to them. Correct. But you get so many impressive people that are actually volunteer with you. And we talked about you know some of these folks. we got to give them shout-outs because I think it's amazing that people actually will put this on their calendar and make it a weekly thing right, to help you guys out. A lot of these folks are retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have free time, quote unquote free time, but they fill it with volunteer activities. Between Habitat and probably some other very worthy causes in Sumner County, mm-hmm. they have a 40-hour-a-week job just volunteering, and we're very pleased and blessed to have them choose us as one of those uh, volunteer opportunities. So if somebody wanted to volunteer, they can say uh, either building or deconstruction or at the ReStore. How would they, what would be the best way to reach you? The best way is to go to our website, which is habitatsumnercounty.org. And then in one of the menus, it'll say volunteer. And then you can complete a form there. And our volunteer coordinator will reach out and talk to you about what your skills are, what your interests are. Do you want to do the restore? Are you interested in doing something on the construction site? He kind of does a little interview with you. and We try to get it when you volunteer that sort of a round peg and a round hole. We don't want you to come and not enjoy yourself because that's not what this is about. Mm So we try to put you where you're best suited. If you like retail, that's great. If you like construction, you know, that we have that as well. So we okay. want you to be happy. And, and you know, when you leave, tell your friends and maybe bring them when you come back. Yeah, yeah. we want you to come back. I think you might need a radio announcer in the ReStore to announce all the special deals great. you got going on. That would be really, <laughs> really, that would you're be really neat. Attention, ReStore shoppers. <laughs> the store is closing in five minutes. That Get would out. Be <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. But what are some of the unique items that you've taken in down there? I mean, you've got to have seems like, whoa. 
Never well, seen that we, before. <laughs> last week, the Union Station Hotel, which is in Nashville. Oh, wow, that's a great they place. They are refurbishing, I would say, four to five rooms in their lobby. So all the items that they decided that would be upgraded, they donated to us. Uh, we get things like that. We've had... Oh, the CVS kiosk. That was really neat. CVS Pharmacy, when COVID was hot and heavy, so uh-huh. to speak, they commissioned and had built just for them little kiosks where a nurse would go in one door, a patient the other. She would give you whatever vaccination you needed. They deemed COVID to be over. We got eight kiosks and we sold all of them probably within five weeks. What would they be used for? People were buying them for little uh, tiny homes. Okay. One gentleman bought one for, of all things, a chicken coop. Okay. the price of eggs. But I guess that was an investment. <laughs> Got to get creative. But we sold them for gardening sheds. We sold them for all kinds of things. And they had air conditioner they had in them. Heating in them. Air yeah, they were all wired. <laughs> Oh uh, they were medically approved. You could wash them out inside. They were just wonderful. It was a great gift that we received. Yeah. The general public gives us all kinds of stuff. We get uh, Ethan Allen furniture all the time, stuff that's never been used. One gentleman just donated a, a living room set and said we had it in the living room, which was just a room no one ever walked in. Nobody it. We went just in. showed people. Right. So they were getting ready to move, and they didn't want to pay to move it. So, so you get electronics, we went to get. television, flat screens, all that? We do not thing? take electronics. Okay. All right. But uh, we do get some old antique radios on occasion. And we put those out. Ooh, People like players. to buy them and tinker with them. Mm-hmm. We uh, yesterday got two Singer sewing machines. They're from 1904, wow. according to the lady that donated them. We don't fix them up. I don't have that yeah, yeah, ability yeah. or capability. But we will put them on the floor at an extremely reasonable price. And someone who's interested in that type thing, purchase it and maybe go home and change out a belt or whatever they need to do. And then they've got a nice little little sewing machine if they choose to use it or Amazing. a conversation piece or so you can go do some browsing in there, spend some time. We have folks <laughs> that come everything. in every single day. Uh-huh. We have one lady that works at The Gap, and she works third shift. She gets off at 8 o'clock in the morning. She will go have breakfast, and about three days a week, every morning at 9 o'clock, her little car pulls up, and she comes in and walks around for an hour. Wow, you never know what you might find. Never yeah. know. Every day is a... It's an adventure. Well, it's just like you know going to garage sales. You know, You go to these things, and you see people. You put the weirdest stuff out there, but it's a treasure to somebody. You know, Absolutely. Say, wow, I've been looking for that, you know. It's what about you think, man, who would have in the world would have ever bought that thing and it's gone in 20 minutes? Yeah. Do, yeah. You know, vinyl records have been a real big thing. I mean, they're making this big comeback. Do you get many of those coming through there? About two weeks ago, we got three milk cartons, if you can imagine the, the plastic milk carton, full of records. And it was everything from gospel to bluegrass to country to rock. Someone had great musical taste and yeah. just gave us three milk cartons full. And they all sold within about 30 minutes. That is amazing. You know, Chris Dyer down there at Town Square Records down on the square. Yeah. Man, he's got a selection of uh, albums down there that just blow your mind. And they're not cheap. They bring a pretty penny. (laughs) But, you know, we are just fortunate to be the recipient of a gift Mm -hmm. and we want to sell it as pretty quickly as we can because like kate said we want the funds to help continue building and helping people yeah yeah. so Um, that's why everything there is extremely affordable we don't hang on to anything every 10 days every price in there on furniture will drop by 25 percent okay so if you buy something if we put something on the floor on a tuesday 10 days from that tuesday it'll go down 25 percent but the things we picked up the very next day that wednesday you just count 10 so every day something's going down by 25 percent 
All the way to 75%. It goes down 25, 50, 75. And then once we get to the the red tag 75, it's pretty much we will negotiate. Wade's like, get it out of here. Move it, move it. (laughs) I need the floor space. I need the room. Now, (laughs) some of the popular items that you see a lot on the marketplace and things like that are washer and dryers. Do you you take those in? We do. Okay. If it's electric, yes. If it's a gas unit, we can't take it. But we have a very nice gentleman um, who works for us part-time. He's a retired electrician. He checks everything That's in the back great. room. A cycle is run through a, a washing machine. Uh-huh. We make sure the dryer gets hot. Uh, we make sure the refrigerator works on both sides mm-hmm. if it's a double door, meaning the refrigerator side and the freezer side. Mm-hmm. We put a glass of um, water in to make sure it freezes. Everything is checked out before we sell it. So you'd have any uh, fridges down there right now? We have about 20 right okay. now. We uh, have three that were donated to us, and we were fortunate enough to be in a... We purchased some Samsung refrigerators. Okay. That's the first time we ever done anything like that. Yeah. We're just kind of dipping our toe in the pond to see if, if we're successful scratch with that. Scratch and dent. Yeah, it's, yeah they're it's all scratch and dent. dent. Okay. They're mechanically sound, brand new, never been any place other than from the truck to our store. Well, I've, I've, been, I've been told that I must get a fridge for the garage. Well, I can take good care of you. Well, I'm, I'm coming five. down to see you. I'm going to bring you some stuff, I'm telling you. <laughs> but that is a great idea because, we, you know, you look through, you don't want to spend $1,200 on a one that's going to go in the garage. You sure. know what I mean? You sure. want something that's going to work just for overflow purposes. You know, that's We tell a lot of those people will buy them yeah. um, just for a refrigerator to go in a garage. Mm-hmm. And so they may not necessarily need it to have an ice maker. They just want right. it to freeze and have a good place yeah. to put drinks or yep. water or sodas. Or, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. See, I've been enlightened today, so that's that's incredible. Now, what are some of the fundraising events you have coming up? So we have the Project Playhouse coming up this coming Monday. Okay. And then <clears throat> our biggest fundraiser of the year is Pinot and Purses, which is in September, September 14th. And tickets for that go on sale June 1st. Tell them what that is. So Pinot and Purses, this is a fundraiser of women supporting women to help build community and build homes. So it's just an opportunity for women to come, socialize with each other, and we have a silent auction that is all about purses. Probably 90% of the silent auction items that we have are purses, and we have a live auction, which has some really good name brand purses that we have some local male models, you know, walk around during the live auction and auction those off, and it's just a great time. We have it out at Bagsby Ranch. and You know, Bagsby's a great place, and you've done events out there before. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Angela Bagsby is very good to us. She helps put on this fundraiser and donates the location. Yeah. So that's September 14th, starting about five o'clock and you can check the website and you'll find out all the the events coming up. So that's in September. Now I know you've done the Haunted Hustle. Yes, we do the and Haunted Hustle right, right here, here at Streets of Indian Lake every October. Yeah. So that's coming up. That's last Saturday in October. Mm-hmm. So it's probably the 27th, I think. So this is going to be the, what, the fifth or sixth annual now? It should sixth? be sixth annual. Yeah, yeah. sixth. I know we were pushing it last year. We have all of our honor talent uh, talking about it, but it's amazing how many people that you will attract that love to run. Yes, I'm like y'all. Are, y'all, what? I'm not running unless somebody's chasing me. But <laughs> kudos to you. And what I love is that they come in costumes. And last year, my favorite was the families that w- was running in dinosaur costumes. Oh, I so did. You had, yeah. yeah. So you had mom and dad, and then three tiny little dinosaurs following them. It was adorable. And, and yeah. So with this, you do get those costumes that are doing, it, and people have fun with that. I mean, it, it just makes it more fun. They don't have to run. They can walk if they wanted to. So. I'm sure, and I don't run either. That's not my thing. Hendersonville has a huge running community. They do. 
and they support us tremendously through that event. So mm-hmm. yeah. we're pleased with that. And that event is in conjunction with Sumner Realtors. Again, another good community partner with mm-hmm. us that's put that run on to bring awareness to our organization. Well, I'm just, I, I'm totally fascinated with this Playhouse project. You know, I keep bringing it up. But I think these, you're teaching these kids all of these, not just something to play in, but you're teaching them, I, I own this. Right. And they take care of it and you teach them to take care of it and all of that. So, I mean, that's a, that's a great, uh, great project. But you have to check them out at HabitatSumnerCounty.org because there's just so much uh, going on over here. And you have a great group of partners. You have a great group of uh, volunteers and employees. Are you um, looking to get votes for the Main Street Media Awards? Is that over yet? The, it is closed. So, oh, okay. um, yes, we are very competitive with that. We did win Best Fundraiser and the Restore won Best thrift store and we also came in as a runner-up for best nonprofit, and then the restore was runner-up for best building supply store I know we won one of them um yes <laughs> well so. just just to be nominated yes yeah, just, just, we're, we're very 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 happy well the and, community yeah, recognizes because look there's there's people that are doing great things and you know the the fact that you all collaborate and you have meetings with other nonprofits as well so you guys can go back and forth and talk about things yes my middle name is collaboration i always tell people we are just a small piece to the puzzle of helping others mm-hmm. and we need each other on our team to help each other as well as the community and other nonprofits because it it truly does take a village and sumner county is such an amazing place to live mm-hmm. um, and to see all these nonprofits come together to support one another and support those in the community it really makes you feel you know how community is supposed to work and i think we're a good testament of being a part of that sure we've been talking with uh, wade jarvis and kate ritchie with habitat sumner county well folks man thank you for coming in i know it's busy a busy time and a lot to do well we appreciate you having us absolutely well we'll just keep in touch and just let us know when you got things going on we appreciate that thank you all right All right, let's wrap up uh, this segment of Sumner County Spotlight. Join us again next Sunday morning at 10 and on our podcast page at whinradio.com. You'll be able to hear this episode as well as many others. So this is Jeff Shannon saying so long. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.